You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. Hope-filled fellowship. God acted on behalf of Judah. Emotionally overwhelmed by the threatening array of hostile armies, King Jehoshaphat called a fast and sought the Lord. God heard. He answered. The Spirit of the Lord came upon a man who prophesied a faith-challenging deliverance. Prophecy was that all they needed to do was stand and see the salvation of the Lord. Second Chronicles 17. This exhortation echoed Moses' declaration. Israel was being pursued by an army of one of the mightiest empires of that age. They could not escape. The circumstances were insurmountable, yet God acted. Listen to what Moses said. Exodus 14, 13a and 14. But Moses said to the people, Do not fear. Stand by and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. The Lord will fight for you while you keep silent. This was the same command that Jehoshaphat believed was a legitimate prophecy. Yes, this happened once before, but could they expect it to happen again? If the word did not come to pass, then a massacre would result. Judah would just be standing there, defenseless. This is what Jehoshaphat said, Second Chronicles 20, 20b. Jehoshaphat stood and said, Listen to me, O Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Put your trust in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Put your trust in his prophets and succeed. The prophet told them to wait and hope. The king called them to trust. Jehoshaphat exhorted them to expect God to act. The nation did what their king commanded, and God did act. This is an example of a hope filled fellowship. The whole nation embraced a promise revealed in prophecy. On the other hand, we have this embarrassing story in Numbers 13 through 14. Promise and Hope Twelve spies came back from an exploration of the promised land. Ten were paralyzed with dread. They rejected their calling because they doubted the Lord's promise. Hearing of the obstacles, God's chosen people rejected God's promise and chose to despair. The nation refused to hope and refused to act. This lack of expectant hope doomed Israel to 40 years of chastisement. Translators call it wandering. The word halach merely means walking. Can it rightly be called wandering if they were led? Israel received direction through the phenomena of a pillar of fire by night and a cloud by day. They were supernaturally guided in the wilderness by the Lord, but not to their destination. 
Practically without exception, each person in the generation whose formative years were spent in slavery spent the rest of their lives in vain. They died without seeing the fulfillment of their promised destiny. Ultimately, a generation whose foundational experiences were spent in the presence of God and His promised provision reached the Jordan. Those who were raised in liberty crossed it by means of a miracle and began the conquest of their promised land. They were an expectant generation comprised of hope-filled men and women. They believed God's immediate purposes, acted, and as a result were victorious. Each individual entered into their own promised destiny as they participated in the fellowship of a hopeful people. Biblical examples of hope-based, God-graced action can be multiplied. Faith, accompanied by hope-inspired activity, resulted in the mighty acts and faithful sufferings of God's people. Within the context of our corporate calling, each of us have our own battles to win. In pursuit of the fulfillment of God's promises, we are called to fellowship with others who are warring in the same way. We are called to a hope-filled fellowship, so let us cultivate a hope-filled culture. Commanded to be Courageous The Lord commanded His people to be courageous. However, God also knows our human weaknesses and made provision for those who doubt. Nobody had to fight. In fact, before going to war, those who were fearful were told to go home. Why? Fear is contagious. Deuteronomy 28. Then the officers shall speak further to the people and say, Who is the man that is afraid and faint-hearted? Let him depart and return to his house, so that he might not make his brother's hearts melt like his heart. In preparation for war, Moses exhorted Israel, Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or tremble at them, for the Lord your God is the one who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Deuteronomy 31.6 He repeated and expanded the same exhortation to their new leader. Deuteronomy 31.7 and 8 Then Moses called to Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you shall go with this people into the land which the Lord has sworn to their fathers to give them, and you shall give it to them as an inheritance. The Lord is the one who goes ahead of you. He will be with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. Do not fear or be dismayed. Forget fear. Hope is very contagious. Expecting to see the outcome of one's faith is hope. Hope is the outlook and attitude of those who have a faith-filled certainty. Their hearts, their mouths, their actions are guided by the confidence, I shall have what I believe I have received. Often, the Lord will use hope-inspired individuals to bring about deliverance. Throughout the Bible, we see unlikely people being inspired to act upon their faith. They expected 
hoped to see the outcome of their faith. A story with which most of us are familiar since childhood is David and Goliath. Let's review what happened. Perhaps we may find some principles that encourage us to choose hope. In this narrative, David's foundational faith was revealed. He believed that the God of Israel was alive and was a warrior. He resolved to act upon the basis of who he believed God was and what God had done. David recalled his history with God. Then he faced demonic intimidation. He answered with a hope-filled declaration. David ran to the threat, and then he ran once again to consolidate the victory the Lord had given him. David's activity, based on his hope, established a pattern for his life. When he was a fugitive running from Saul, men joined him. At first, they were described like this. Everyone who is in distress, and everyone who is in debt, and everyone who is discontented gathered to him, and he became captain over them. Now there were about 400 men with him. 1 Samuel 22.2 These who loyally joined themselves to him ended up being described like this. 2 Samuel 23.8a, Tree of Life Version These are the names of the mighty men whom David had. These warriors were the foundation of Israel's armies. They had joined a man who had vibrant faith, a warlike irrepressible hope, and they became like him. Together with David, they were a hope-filled fellowship. They were giant killers in fellowship with the giant killer. 1 Chronicles 20, verses 4 through 8. We can resolutely trust God. He is the same today as he was in the past. Upon that basis, we can resolve to act with expectation. It is not unusual for the obstacles to hope's fulfillment to look daunting. But filled with faith, the warrior runs to the battle, wins, and then consolidates the victory. It is easier to do that when we are in fellowship with hope-filled people. We are warned about bad associations. Do not associate with a man given to anger, or go with a hot-tempered man, or you will learn his ways. Proverbs 22, 24 and 25a. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good morals. 1 Corinthians 15, 33, Tree of Life Version. The opposite is also true. Proverbs 13, 20a. He who walks with wise men will be wise. When you are involved in challenging situations, do not take counsel or the example of the hopeless to heart. The fearful who would not fight were not cut off from the people. They may be wise and competent in many areas, yet they were not the ones with whom one would go to war. Join yourself to hope-filled associations. Partake of their encouragement. Better yet, become a foundational member of a hopeful fellowship. Romans 15, 4-5 For whatever was written in earlier times was written for our instruction, so that through perseverance 
and the encouragement of the Scriptures, we might have hope. Now may the God who gives perseverance and encouragement grant you to be of the same mind with one another, according to Messiah Jesus. Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. The theme song is Skirmish from the album Spontaneous Combustion by Leonard Jones. David has written several books, including God's True Love and his latest, Hope Again, Strengthening the Anchor of Your Soul, which contains a collection of daily devotionals. You can find links to these and others by visiting loveofgodproject.org and clicking on the book section. If you'd like to reach out to David, you can go to our Facebook page, Love and War DH, or send an email to loveofgodproject at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and please remember to like, subscribe, and share this podcast with your friends.